Hello. 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 Hi, and today we have a special guest on our show. Yes, and his name is Nick Philby. He's a good friend of ours. And because today we are talking about the rise of vegans. Yes, the rise of vegans. And Nick is a vegan himself. Or I want to say, how many years has it been, Nick? Loud and proud, baby. It's been uh, two years. Yeah, for two years. So he's, so he's here with us, us. You know, ask him some questions, questions. and also, also he's going to give us insights on veganism, debunks, and myths, and yeah, that's how we're going to do this thing. Let's do it. And today we have some big news. We have gotten up to 11 listeners so far. We're trying to get up to 50 so we can do some ad re- or some uh, host read ads so we can go ahead and make some revenue and give y'all guys some stuff, send some merch, do some gifts, some giveaways and stuff like that. In order to do that, we need y'all to get to 50 listeners. So we are going to start doing a giveaway. If you start subscribing, listening, send a screenshot to our Instagram, hot am the podcast. That way we have evidence and proof that you did it. And we'll enter you into the drawing for a $50 gift card to a restaurant or fast food place of your choice. Nice. It's going to be a vegan restaurant, right? I mean, hey, you win it, you win it. Equal opportunity, you know? (laughs) I just want to give a big shout out to all of our listeners out there, all 11 of y'all. We love y'all. And if you've been listening already, go ahead and send us a screenshot that you've been doing it, and we'll add you to the drawing. Anyway, let's get into this. So, veganism, I would say for me, um... You know, vegan, vegan diet, it's been something that I feel like I've been wanting to do, or not, a, maybe not not completely, but it's sort of like as a plan, like, you know, maybe a couple or a couple days or three days, or just like how to eat one vegan meal a day. Have I been able to successfully do so? <laughs> no. But, but the, but the, um, but the desire is still there for me. For me. So... <coughs> That's something I've been do, interested in doing for a long time, especially, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, or three years ago, something I'm going to tell you, you know, yes, Jay-Z and Beyonce, yeah, Matthew Shane is like, oh my god, they can play the music, he'll get there. Exactly, I'll be my choice with, oh by the way, Act 1 Renaissance. Comes out July 29,
nutrients in your body that if you want to say just on a non-vegan diet, you wouldn't be so prone to get because you'll primarily just eat consumed products that are like, you know, just dairy, meat, and yeah circling back to what you're saying uh as far as you want to make the jump but not all the way there with it uh it doesn't have to be like a fully fledged. It's just more for life. You want to look at it as your health, you know. Yeah. It's been proven that eating meat and dairy products is not good for you. So definitely at least cutting back on it is the way to go. It's a start, too. It's not like a, I always feel like I'm trying to convert people to the dark side. You know what I mean? <laughs> trying to, like, convince people of, of what this is and stuff. But, uh, <clears throat> I mean, you really don't. Yeah, it is a misconception that you need to get, you need to eat animals and dairy products to be able to get the full of nutrients. People just don't know what you need in your body. And like, when you talk about what you need, it's really the supplement B12 is what the big thing is about the vegans don't get from animal stuff. And really animals get that stuff injected into them to wheat to for us to get it from them. So we, you can cut out the middleman pretty much. If you need to get that, just take supplements and. Another thing is like people think that vegans are the only people that need supplements when lots of people need them. You know, a lot of people are nutrient deficient and it's like take supplements and eat good, you know. Hey, when you talk about the dark side, I mean, this is called Rise of the Vegans. Yeah, they got him excited, huh? He's like, yeah, let's do it. You're talking about trying to bring him over to the dark side, you know, why not? I mean, I like to look at it as like the rebellious person and more of a black sheep because it is, especially in Texas, you know, people get offended when you talk about their diet. They're like, oh, my God, you can't stop me from eating meat. You're like, I'm going to eat twice as much meat just because you don't eat meat. You know, just like it's just an ego thing. You know, it's that's more of a personality trait. You got to work somebody with, you know, if you're not able to control your diet, that's like the first step in becoming a human, you know, raising a baby right now, you realize like. But people, when you eat and put something in your body, that's literally the first decision you make on your own. And that's huge for, like, babies because it impacts them for the rest of their life because most people can't control what they eat. It's super, uh, it's kind of scary to think about. Like, you don't have control over that. It's super sad to think about. It's like an addiction. Literally, it's an addiction. You can't stop something if you wanted to. You're trying to stop it and you can't stop eating something. I mean, I get it. We grew up culturally, you know, with eating animal products. I was the same, you know, Mexican family eating like good Mexican food all the time. But uh, here, here, let's hear it. But you definitely got to you got to make an effort. It's your diet. It's your health. You know, it's for the environment. It's <laughs> Lena's leg is like hanging out of the crib. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So let's go over some this real quick. <clears throat> Just to kind of bust them for him if you want. So the first one, veganism and vegetarianism. Are they the same? Stupid one. No. Let's go ahead and get into it. Well, it needs clearing up. You know, a lot of people don't even know the difference. You go to like, like I went to Hooters last night with my buddies and yeah, they don't know the difference between vegan and vegetarian. Most people don't, you know, but uh, veganism 
is you don't eat no animal products. So you don't you look at recipes, look at the ingredients on the back of the box, and make sure there's no dairy or egg. And uh, vegetarian, they just don't eat meat. And I'm pretty sure they don't eat animal fat too. I can't remember, but uh, they just don't eat meat, you know. It's, and again, even that's really healthy. You just at least calling vegetarian is better than you're putting some thought into your diet and what you put in your body. You know what I mean? It's yeah. still good for you. Anyone that's being conscious about their actions, that they, you know, it affects yourself. You know what you eat. It's definitely important. We just a lot of a lot of times just you know lollygag through life, not really going with the flow, eating fast food because it's on the way home. And it's like, you know, it's it's definitely the way to go as far as taking care of yourself. I really want to stop that. <laughs> it's just easy. It's the easy way out. And it kind of, uh, it's there's no culture in it. There's no, there's no, there's no culture. In, and that's just the way American society is right now. It's like other countries, so they sit down for like three hours and have a dinner together looking at each other, talking to each other, and it's like, when was the last time you actually like, sat down and ate a meal with someone and like, didn't pick up your phone or like didn't watch yeah, TV yeah. while you're doing it? And that's, yeah, So that's a huge yeah. part is culture, getting disconnected from culture. And it's like whenever you stay at home and make your own food, man, that's where you get, like I said, your culture, like Mexican food, if you make Mexican food, you grew up like that, like, and your family coming together and eating it and stuff. And like I said, it's kind of boring going to eat out and stuff. I'm not dogging nobody at all. I'm not like dogging anyone for the diets and stuff because when I was in the same boat, I felt the same way for years. But uh, again, you just start thinking about it. You know, you're just like. You just need to be more conscious of everything, just like what you put in your body and the environment and the world, you know? It's just being a good person and just like trying to look out for the future of everybody, you know? Right. And you don't have control over everything, but you do have control over what you put in your body. Like, you got no control over. You know the uh, pollution in the world and stuff, but like, what is the saying? It's like, uh, be the change you want to see in the world, like Michael Jackson mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's a start. You know, I feel so. You know, it makes me feel good when I know I don't contribute to nonsense like that. And I could be one of those vegans that, uh, you know, goes and and pushes you know the the videos and stuff down your the documentaries and stuff down your throat, but. To me, that never reached me. Like, I can't even watch none of that shit just because cruelty to animals and it's just, it's awful to me. I was never down with it. Like, some people can watch it and really, help, you know, enlighten others on it. So there's definitely, you know, documentaries and stuff out there as far as how animals are treated. But again, I don't even like to think about it because it bothers me so much. So there's this myth out there about veganism that it's just like a fad and it's like this hipster thing going on and that it's really expensive. Are these things true, Nick? Well, it's definitely trendy. Food is trendy, you know what I mean? Like, dry-aging meats. Like, that's a trend that's come along within the last couple of years, five or ten years. Like, people back in the day, I mean, it was a thing back in, it, it comes and goes, you know, fads and trends. Like, even with fashion, you see, like, stuff in the 60s and 70s that come back in style. And, and it's the same with food, man. It's like, it's definitely trendy right now. People are getting more aware, conscious of what's going on in the environment. And so it, uh, but it's a good trend, you know, there's, there's good trends that you can be too. And, uh, let me see if I can get my baby. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Lena's in this call with us too. It's all good. 
I know. But what about the part about it being expensive? Do you agree with that part? I know, not at all, because meat is so expensive. Like, that's literally the most expensive thing you, you buy is the meat. And then yeah. it's like you're eating potatoes and rice and fruits and vegetables. It's stuff's way cheaper. And what, what are some uh, alternatives to meat, especially for a vegan or a vegetarian diet? Oh, yeah. Well, looking back at it, like, you don't have to, it's, that's a misconception right there. It's like, you need something to replace meat. It's like, you just don't have to eat meat three times a day, seven days a week. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, well, we, even back in the day, whenever people didn't know nothing about diets, like, when we were hunters and gatherers, they ate meat like once a month because that's whenever they got a kill. And it was like a celebratory thing. But everyone yeah. in our ancestors, they lived off grains and, and legumes and fruits and, Stuff like that, like they didn't, and, and nuts and stuff, they weren't uh, eating it all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what's been another huge contribution to the, you know, our health and in the, in the United States because we consume so much and it's kind of glorified, you know, to eat, you know, triple stack mm-hmm. hamburger, and it's just like awful for us. Mm-hmm. So you're not saying that we should completely cut meat out of our diet? But more so a lot less or just completely at all? I just know it's easier for people to cut it. I mean, to, to go a little bit less. Like, not everyone's a weirdo like me. Like, I just cut everything cold turkey one day. I was just like, I don't feel like eating no more. I'm going to try it. And then ever since then, I just stopped. But it's like, I know everyone's not like that. So I, if I would say, if you're going to, if anything, definitely eat less, you know, for your health, for the environment, for everything. So when you go out to McDonald's and you get a burger, you're not going to get the triple quarter pounder, just stick with like a single patty, you know? Well, don't even go to McDonald's at all. It's disgusting. <laughs> it was the first thing that popped into mind. And again, but, you know. I don't like judge others, but I speak how I feel about, especially diets. Like, I think all that's just disgusting now. You know what I mean? Even before I went mm-hmm. vegan, though, I was living in Cali for five years. And uh, back when, when I turned 18, when I moved out there. And I stopped eating fast foods. Man, it's been about like six years now since I've six or seven years since I've eaten any fast food. Like I just, it just when you start putting good stuff in your body, like you can't take, like you your body can't take shitty stuff. You know what I mean? Like it, nope. you get rid of the toxins. Like like uh, Anthony was saying earlier, as far as going through a detox, you know, even if you want to look at veganism for like a detox, you know, that's still fine. If you're gonna detox. I would do more like fruits smoothies and stuff for a little bit, a cleanse yourself. But um, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't mean to get off track, but I do have a question though. And people keep, I hear this going around a lot, especially with like a being vegan and vegetarianism. It's like plants have feelings because you're, because they're talking about animals definitely have feelings and they have this nervous system. That really yeah, that's, has that's the stupidest shit I ever heard. Because you're trying to sit there and compare like a leaf outside and you're growing in your lawn to like my cat that's sitting right here. And you want to think that has the same consciousness. But scientifically, no, yeah, it's it's incorrect because there's no central nervous system in a plant. You know what I mean? They don't feel pain. Like, again, like if you're using your common sense more towards like, is it as guilty as eating this piece of grass compared to my cat, you know? Definitely. And, and it's not like the plants have like those deeper emotions like an animal does or like humans do, you know? Right, right. And, uh. Again, even if they did, I would still feel a little bit better knowing I'm not eating my cat or like a cow and I'm eating salad or, you know, that's my opinion. And I feel like as we're, we're conscious enough beings to know what is conscious themselves and what isn't, 
you know? Do you feel like with being a vegan, it's hurt some of your relationships with family or friends or just like people you meet and they look at you differently or they make fun of you at all? Right. I wouldn't say hurt because I don't really take it like that. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, the definitely people look at you differently for sure just because that's what they grew up on and you're going outside the norm. Like anytime someone strays outside the normal thinking process, people flip out. If you don't understand something, you don't like it. You want to dog on it. You know what I mean? Because you don't understand it. You can't comprehend it. But, uh, again, I'm not really that person that gets all, like, you know, emotional or, like, sensitive about relationships. I'm more, like, it's easy for me to defend veganism because I can, I'm going to give you shit for eating meat, you know? You can give me shit for, you know, give me all the shit, like, all you can get, to as far as jokes and stuff, because I've heard them all, too, you know? I don't, I don't have any jokes, sadly, but, you know... I got a couple of other things that I want to talk to. Some, but some big I think, uh, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but like you need to kind of have good. thick skin. I get, I would say whenever you are, you can be strong about your beliefs. You know what I mean? Like don't, if you are the way you are about something, be strong about that. That's how you feel, you know, it's your, your mm-hmm. gut instinct. You know, I don't know why I was given this consciousness to think about the way I think about, but it is the way it is. So it's like, I'm going to back it, you know, I'm not going to hide it or nothing, you know? So being vegan isn't for the weak. Exactly. You can't be no bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is a really crazy myth. Sorry, Anthony, I'm going to cut you off just because I really want to talk about this one. When I did some research, it was nuts. So there's there's different proteins out there, especially for like proteins, uh, protein shakes and smoothies and stuff like that. But one of the prevalent ones is a soy protein. And when I was looking this up, it said that there, there is an idea that the soy protein could lead to breast cancer, especially if you eat it a lot. And this is kind of goes with the veganism diet. Uh, I thought you were talking about makes you grow titties, makes you grow boobies. No, that's well, what I've heard a lot. That, that's that, that's, that's kind of where it goes, you know, with this whole idea of it being veganism. Yeah, so that was like a misconception. Misconception that uh, it was they have soy has high estrogen levels. And uh, so that, like people said, would make you grow titties or whatever, make you feel more feminine. But uh, as far as I know, all of that's not true. But, I mean, when it goes to soy and cancers, it is processed. You know, it is a processed food. Like tofu and stuff, it is processed. It's not just like a raw food, you know. So, I, like, yeah, I'm an advocate for not eating animal products, but definitely processed foods too. Like just eating overall real food is what I call it. Like, you know, potatoes rice veggies like stuff that wasn't processed and made it comes straight from the earth yeah exactly like whatever something made our creator made us they put the stuff on earth for us to survive as well you know we don't really need to chemically alter shit to survive you know no so i have i have the research right in front of me about this myth that i was talking about uh the soy protein leading to higher estrogen levels so they said that Soy-based foods are rich in isoflavones or dietary estrogen, and they have estrogen-like effects in mammals, and that they were afraid it might increase breast cancer. But this is not found to be true and to be the case. And this is coming from the Strategic Director of Nutritional Epidemiology for the American Cancer Society, that just because it was in mammals doesn't mean it's going to transfer over to humans. Right, and... I'm not like 
I mean, I like chemistry and stuff. I don't get super into it. I know you can start breaking down molecules and all this shit as far as like <laughs> protein blocks and all that stuff. But I kind of more go with my gut instinct on what and, and like, like my morals and what I feel is right. And as far as like, uh, again, I def when it comes to cancer, like you're gonna get cancer from all types of stuff that you just because of what we have in our household items. You know what I mean? Especially the food that we eat, like. Bacon is like a considered a carcinogen, which is like a known cancer-causing thing, and it's like people eat that shit all the time. And again, if you, cancer and processed food, yes, I feel like correlates for sure. But like, I feel like you'd have a lot less chance of getting cancer from again, like the food that was put on Earth for us to eat. Obviously, if it was, if it was genetically modified, then yeah, it could be worse for you, but. Staying away from processed foods is the way to go as well. One thing about when I was like looking up, um, so for a vegan, would you say that being a vegan is like just strictly, you know, strictly just confined to like you know dietary? No, it's definitely a lifestyle, like and. Well, you're talking about don't use any other animal products in your in your in your life, you know, right? Like kind of cutting right. out animal tested yes. products. Yes, like yes, you wouldn't wear, wear, like wear, wear, wear Right, clothes. exactly. No, it's like more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the definition of veganism is right. It's a lifestyle. It's not like it's just your diet only. It's mm-hmm. you know, you care about the well being of animals, and you know it still harms them, whether you eat them or you know use their coat as a, as use their fur as a coat too. It's still not good for them, but uh, yeah, yeah. And, um, and um, also, also, that includes like one little, one little, one little, little um, thing called honey. Because, because you know, you know bees, bees make honey. And so it's like, oh. Yep. And that's what I'm trying to get over the word. Yeah, yeah. That is definitely one that comes up often. I get over the word vegan because, like, as soon as you, like, hear it you know something clicks in your head or something like everyone's got their certain ways they feel about the word you know like it's just the word that kind of offsets the whole entire idea of it you know and it's like just because of our generation our time what's going on but uh oh yeah well in my opinion i just say hats off to people i give huge props who are able to do that because you know um we're just brought up to like we're conditioned you know Eat fast, eat fast food, food and consume meat like, like every day and such. Especially if, like, in my, in my opinion, in my mind, it's like, you know, since I like to work out and I'm wanting to build muscle, like, you know, my source of protein would be meat. Or, you know, milk. But, um, but, um, so it's like kind of hard to get shit out of their mind. So I'm, I'm just saying proud to the people who did, who are able to. Make right. That change. And like, and like that, requires that requires discipline. And I know it's, I know like, it's the like the more you do it, the more it just comes naturally. Right. But when you say like, <clears throat> you know, people lifestyle just eating fast food, like you don't have to do that. You don't have to just go with the flow and like just run with the sheep. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be what you're 
supposed to listen yeah, to yeah. yourself, you know? It's like, it's, it's like, it's, it's just, people think it's, it's easy to get stuck in the norm, you know, wake up, go to work, come home, eat fast food, you know, do the same thing, repeat, repeat, repeat. And it's like, that's a boring ass life, man. Like, and it, for like, yeah, yeah. Consciously, like shifting the way you approach stuff, like it's it starts with your, your diet. Like when you eat clear, yeah, like you start yeah. thinking more clear, and that's a huge aspect of it. Is like the way you think, you just think differently when you don't have toxins in your body. They cloud your judgment. They cloud your thinking. You have foggy heads and stuff like that. Whenever you're like, you feel heavy, you know, because you got all this shitty stuff in your body, and going to as far as working out yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, Protein, if you're like a heavy body body weight lifter, like you're super into it, then yeah, you need to focus on more protein. But like that's like the biggest misconception is like people don't get enough protein. And it's like that is not true at all. Like two tablespoons of peanut butter is the same as a four-ounce steak. The exact same. And it's – yeah, it's protein. It's exactly the same. And it's like uh, – that's one of my favorite food. Like my favorite food is literally peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with like a shitload of peanut butter. I've always, I've always loved them, but like you get a good bread, no, no corn syrup in the jelly when we're getting off topic and stuff, but, uh, it's just, now, Hey, when I was younger, I did something similar and it was, I think it was vegan. Is Ezekiel bread vegan? I think it is. The sprouted Probably a lot of bread is vegan. So I, I did that. And so I had Ezekiel bread and I would put some peanut butter on it. I think it was crunchy. That's what I was really into at the time in high school. And I cut up on a banana and put it on top. And it was coined in my household as Banana Bob. So I was called <laughs> Banana Bob. And whenever I would eat that, they'd be like, hey, are you going to get a Banana Bob for lunch? And it was just like something I did almost every yeah, day. But go- and I, it, it tasted Oh, yeah, dude, that's good, my favorite you know? meal of all time. But going back to like the, the weightlifting and stuff, and I was like, there's a – you obviously want to eat more protein if you are vegan and – uh. Because you can still be an athlete and be vegan. Like, I, I still, you know, I play paintball. It's like a super competitive sport. It's super tiring. And I'm, I'm vegan. You know, I don't eat meat. It's like, you don't uh, have to eat meat to gain the protein that you need to work out. Yeah, you got to work a little harder for your diet and what you put in your body. But, like, that's kind of what you're supposed to do if you're really focused on being healthy and working out. Like, you, you think you work on your diet, too. You know what I mean? And putting more effort into that. So I saw that it, that veganism is only for like white people, like rich people or privileged people. You want to speak about this and talk about this because I know that you're not you're not like in this category of people. What are you trying to say, man? I'm some I'm some broke motherfucker. Nah, get <laughs> no, 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 no. You were, you were saying that you were Cali. You're really independent. You went to Cali at 18. You've been eating vegan for the last couple of yeah. years. And I know you personally, and I know you're not like any in any of these categories. You're a hardworking guy. Right. Yeah, I definitely worked for everything I own. Like everything in my life, I have got it myself. Like no handouts and nothing whatsoever as far as moving out there on my own, getting my own cars, my own apartment. Everything I do is on my own 100%. But um, no, it's just uh, looking back and like, again, like our ancestors you know your genetics so like dude like mexicans back in the day like not even just mexicans just in general like people were just so poor they didn't eat 
meat and stuff. That was a luxury back in the day. So it's like, it's kind of funny how it switches now, where it's like, um, only the rich don't eat meat, you know, or like, uh, back in the day we were, they were living off rice and beans and corn and fruits and stuff like that. Like they didn't have the choice. And now it's kind of like you get, you get money and you think it's more of a expensive fad, you know, it's like a, a luxury to have to not eat meat. Like it's so, that's kind of, it kind of contradicts itself. You know what I mean? I don't know. Did I explain that well? Yeah, yeah. But it's funny because I was noticing this the other day, thinking about like other cultures. But like yeah, it Asian could kind of be more like of a, of a hippie hippie aspect, I guess. Is what you're saying, like, yeah, it does kind of come up as like more hip, hippie-ish to like to be vegan. You know, it's kind of being like a first world problem. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, like yeah. But like, again, third world countries. You know, they're not eating meats. You know, it's like. Now you have the choice. You have the choice if I, if I if I can and able to afford meat or not right now. I still choose not to, you know, just because I just don't want to. It's a choice that we have. We're not like again going back to like we're not stuck with within the realms of. You have control over everything in your life, you know. Even though a lot of not everything, but most things, you know what I mean. And it's like again, diet is the number one thing. Like you're not being forced to eat nothing. Like you have the choice to. Get off up by your get up off your ass and make yourself breakfast before you go to work instead of stopping by Burger King or something. You know what I mean? It's like it's a choice you have. You don't think you have, but you do. You know. It's just a lot of is is laziness. People are a lot of people are lazy. I'm not like again. I'm not attacking nobody at all. I'm just telling you how I feel about it. It's like because I'm a chef too. Like I come from the I love to cook, so it's like yeah, that's what I have come from. Like that's my background is. You know I. Is, is cooking, you know, and it's like, we've just been so disconnected from it. Everyone should know how to cook. Everyone should be able to know how to fit for themselves. Yeah, like, you should, and, and comfortably, too. You should be able to, but most people don't, you know, like, I, most people grow up not knowing how to cut an onion or nothing, if, unless you worked in the kitchen or something, you know, I feel like that should be a basic need taught in school. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to cut it off for right there, and we're going to do a little, uh, promo for the podcast so quick and we can edit all this out later nice so i would just want to say we've reached a real big milestone we're 11 listeners in we still got about 39 more to go and it's going to be a journey and if you didn't hear at the beginning or you just joined us now we are doing a giveaway for when we get to 50 listeners, all the people that have been listening since then are going to be entered to a giveaway to enter a $50 gift card to their restaurant or fast food place of their choice. Or if they want to go to a vegan restaurant, we will definitely provide them a gift card for that. So just uh, start listening to the show. Or if you've been listening already, just send proof to our Instagram, a picture that you've been listening to it. It says follow or whatever it is. Uh, send it to our Instagram at Hot AM the podcast, and we'll get you into the drawing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nobody, nobody, nobody right? Gladly take your gift. Yeah, if not, then we'll we'll give it to our oh, vegan yeah. friend Nick. We'll all three go to Vegan Taqueria. There you go, the Peters. So try it out. Hey, but uh, there if there's any questions anyone has too, as far as any help, make sure to send it in to the the Instagram that the guys these guys have. 
because that's what a big part of it is is people needing help trying to convert to it or whatever and or even questions or even you want to talk shit too you know i'll take you know definitely take that too it's a i like to conversate about it you know it's a very it's good to have debates and your thoughts about my thoughts you know you should be able to have a normal conversation about something without getting defensive and stuff about it you know exactly so something that i want to talk about is that they're saying that veganism isn't like travel friendly but like i was trying to say earlier uh, i was thinking about other cultures like the asian culture and the indian culture they eat like a lot of rice and beans and that's very vegan friendly you know that's part of the vegan diet and so saying that it's not vegan friendly it might not be at like a certain place like a real populated city or like a really small town where they eat like mainly meat or that's like a big part of their diet but I think, like, as big areas of the world, we're talking about the United States, like, Mexico, India, China, Japan, you know, there's a lot of vegetarian and or vegan options out there. And I don't know if you found this, Nick, because you're a vegan and maybe you've traveled a little bit more. But, like, when we were on spring break, uh, we went and traveled around a little bit and we saw some restaurants and some places that would, in other states, that would have, like, vegetarian or vegan options. Yeah. And that were just as tasty as meat-based, you know, entrees yeah, and meals. Whenever people say it's a kind of more of a travel issue, it, it is on some points because, like, like an example, I went to Hooters last night with my buddies. You know, that's just where they wanted to meet up. And for, like, trying to eat there, you know, as far as being a vegan, like, it is not as vegan-friendly in some areas, especially Texas, because, I mean, it's just not – it's kind of more like – it's not uh, liberal. Like, California is very – vegan vegetarian like that's been going on forever over there but texas is still pretty new but yeah it is can get uh not travel friendly because again trying to go meet out with your friends and stuff and like again going back you just have to put more effort into your like if i know i'm gonna go eat with them we're going to hooters i'm just gonna eat before i go you know what i mean you just got to put more effort into more thought into your diet you got to try a little harder you know if i'm like going out of town to my families in lubbock and they're all a bunch of big Mexicans, and they they don't know how to cook no vegan food. So I pack my vegan sandwiches and snacks, and I put my veggie burger on the grill whenever they grill out. Like, again, you got to put effort into it. You know, you got to try. So it makes you more of a conscious, aware person with this this lifestyle. Exactly, and, this and people choice. see that along the way. They're like, you know, you're really making an effort to do this. And I was like, man, this is not a joke. It's not like, a, oh, I just do this because I say I do you know what I mean like this is how I feel about something you know again like I don't know why I was given a consciousness to you know like that but I I have it you know so it's like yeah exactly I think um for those like myself sometimes who like struggle to feel like oh that's a lot of work trying to like prepare stuff at home or trying to well here's one thing even if I think about it as long as it will probably take you to you saying hey I'm hungry right now I don't feel like cooking nothing nothing I'm gonna go pick up something the amount of time where it takes you to get in your car go somewhere wait for the drive through and drive back Right, you right, you like, 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 like,
So you just right. lost your time, right? So you just lost your time right and, there. Yeah, and, and your like money. the whole experience of eating. It's just more of kind of a hassle than anything, you know. But uh, again, the number one thing, that's just, you're just so something that I've just doing, and I don't know if y'all done this before or not. But whenever I'm hungry and I'm like, I don't want to cook, and I know I have food at home to cook, I get like a little snack, a little protein shake or something, fill me up for a minute. That way I have enough energy and I'm motivated to make yeah. food, you know? Whether it's like drinking a coffee or like eating a little protein shake, eating some snack, some fruit, whatever. Just to give yourself enough energy to get going and doing it. Because like I have food at home. I know it's good. I know I can make it taste good. And I really want to eat that good food instead of going out and buying whatever it is. Like something almost similar than what I would make at right. home, you know? And it's just, again, it's just laziness. You know, you have to put in more effort. I mean, I get it. We work the American dream, you know, 40 hours and more. You know, when you wake up, you don't want to have to cook and clean and all that shit. But again, like, it's just your diet. It's what you put in your body. Like, it's not just some hassle, you know. It's like you need to take care of yourself. It's a vehicle that we got, you know. And, you can't, again, you just can't be lazy. You just got to put a little effort into yourself. And, uh, I mean, I agree. It does take time. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, to cook and clean up and stuff. But just with practice, you keep doing it. Like, look at your moms and shit, your parents growing up. Like, they knew how to cook dinner for y'all after work and clean the kitchen. And, like, you just learn to make it. You have to. You have no choice as far as being a healthy lifestyle and sustainable. You know what I mean? You can't can't afford to eat out every single day if you want to get somewhere in life. And then you just got to make it work and you got to figure out what works for you. Something that I started doing and my roommates started doing. Whenever we get home from work, we get home like 9, 9.30 sometimes. And it used to be later in the spring, but now over the summer, it's been a little bit earlier. And we get hungry. And so what we start doing is we start cooking 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. And we just make food, eat, and then clean up. Yeah, we're a little bit of night owls. Well, I'm, I'm just kind of like all over the place for like schedule. But, you know, make that time for yeah. yourself. Maybe you need to drink a little bit more coffee in the morning for this hour or two that you missed making food and cleaning up. But it's worth it because you got some good food and you went to bed without getting, like, you know, some candy bars or some snacks. Or you went out and you ordered food or you went and door dashed it or whatever. You saved yourself some time and right. some money there, you know, even though you did have to sacrifice. And, and I'm telling you, the overall experience that you get, if you made the effort to sit down with your roommate and, and have a quick meal... Like it is, I mean, again, most people don't do that now, but it's like, it's so much more benefiting than just going to grab something to eat. Like there's like, there's no life in that. And there's just, uh, you just have to plan ahead. You know, you gotta, like you said, you gotta make a meal. And if that works with your schedule, you know, eating late, then by all means, you're still cooking for yourself and stuff, you know, but it's like planning ahead is the biggest thing, you know, planning what you're going to buy for groceries, buy specifically for your recipes and know what you're going to eat today and tomorrow and the rest of the week. The more you plan ahead, the better it is. you just have to give a fuck you know what i mean you have to you have to care about it you know put enough effort into it and like again it's like it's your diet it's what you're putting in your body it's like for the fact that people say it's too much of a hassle or it takes too long and well i'll 
Oh yeah, exactly. Without medication. Yeah, again, what's what we've just grown up to think that you know, we have to survive off medications, you know, if we get sick, that's what's gonna help us and it's like if you can prevent that by taking care of yourself beforehand, you know, like yeah, all this food is good for you because it's meant for you to eat. It's like made for you. We're not made to eat Oreos, you know? And it's like, it's not made for us. Yeah, exactly. Have a balance. Yeah, I'm not saying don't, you know, I'll eat an Oreo every once in a while because they're vegan. But it's like, you want you want to make it fun for yourself. Like you said, find a recipe. Find, uh, like, get excited. to. I mean, I know people, again, think it's a hassle. But you'd be surprised how many cooks... Like people fall in love with the cooking aspect, you know, they fall in love with cooking because they sit there and, and you find a system of how you do things, you create your own little world, your own little environment, and it's like no one can mess with you, that's yours, and it's like when you create create this product for somebody, for to, for them to eat, you know, or for yourself even, it's like it's just there's a, a thrill in that, there's a joy in that, and it's just it's something most of us should experience, you know, as far as like cooking for somebody else. It's That's a, right. it's an enjoy, it's an enjoyable experience. You know, we think we know we're too selfish nowadays. And I hate to feel like I'm just sitting here lecturing and lecturing. I'm not, I don't want to come off as lecturing. I'm just telling you how I feel about <laughs> things, you know. But um, again, well, you heard it here on the on the Hot AM podcast. Oils are backed and approved by vegans, and they're also backed and approved by the Hot AM yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. Different with some almond milk. Oh, man, I, that gets bad. I'm one of those people that eat, like, 38 <laughs> cookies at once, though. So, like, I just got to keep them out of my house because I'll eat a whole mm. set at once. And, and yeah, I must yeah. see everyone's got their weakness. Definitely mine's Oreos. But, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, that, that uh, um, canister, canister of lifting tea. tea. Are you talking about the yerba mates? Oh. Yeah, I need to keep out of my house. No. no. He, he's talking about just like oh, his gotcha. weakness is tea. I, 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 yerba, yerba mate? Oh, yeah. Those yeah, are yeah vegan, most right? teas are vegan. Unless they've like put some milk in. Oh, man. It's it's so good. I, I'm going to put y'all guys on. I did kind of go back off of it because it was oh, yeah? too strong for me you? with the caffeine, <laughs> but I might go back on. It started hitting me bad whenever I wasn't getting enough sleep and stuff. But yerba mate is out there. It is a tea-based energy drink, and it's kind of like fermented tea, sort of like it. And it has it has a particular taste, and it's not for everybody, but I recommend you go out and try it. It's very tasty, and it's very healthy for you. kind of gives you that nice, healthy energy feel. And it also doesn't have any carbonation, so that's great. Just make sure to shake it around a little bit to stir up, because it's tea, so it's going to settle around, you know? Yeah, I'm, uh, but yeah, go try that. 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of Yerba's. Uh, they're popular, really popular in Cali. There's like tons of flavors, and the glass ones are way better than the cans. But uh, I'm still oh, yeah, no, I still owe you one. But uh, what was I gonna? But the Yerba Mate's, I can't. Yeah, again, I'm very, I'm pretty sensitive to caffeine already. Like I have a cup of coffee, and I'm wired for like most of the day. I cut my caffeine off at like 2 p.m. Just because after that, it's just not beneficial to me. You know what I mean? I'm the same way. I heard. I'm a high-wired brain person, you know, so I have to, like, do a lot during the day to make myself tired. That's why I run and shit all the time, because I have to have an outing. I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people with me and caffeine. Like, it probably does have an effect. Right, like, some people can just sip on it all day. Some people can have coffee after dinner and still go to sleep just fine, you know? But, like, again, me, like, if I get the glass jar yerba mate... That'll last me like three days because I'll take like a quarter of it, a drink of it for one day. And again, nothing after 2 p.m. Because I've done it before. I've had a year of my day at like four or five and could not go to sleep that night. And, and plus working restaurant life, like uh, it's kind of like the hours that we work now. But you're so wired when you get off the line. The line, I mean, like, <clears throat> the line is crazy. Matt, you definitely need to work on a restaurant at some point in your life. You'll definitely love it. <laughs> I, I have, you just get this like rush, that, you know. Like this it, a lot of times it's not healthy, you know. A lot of cooks, you know, glorify their, you know, living off energy drinks, smoking cigarettes, and just treating yourself like shit, and working long hours. And it's like none of that's cool. But uh, yeah, you just get off of work late, you know, maybe like ten thirty, eleven thirty, twelve thirty, and then from cleaning the kitchen, busting your ass, sweating, and listening to loud music, and having a shit beer or something, and it's like, did you get home? I'm wired. Like me and my wife were. She she hated it. I'd come home and want to stay up and drink a little bit more, and then stay up late, and then uh, oh yeah, she hated it. Oh yeah, and then waking up and just have opposite <laughs> schedules. She didn't like that, but uh, it's not so bad. Let me put you on. I need to put you on something real quick. And I heard this, and I've tried it. Caffeine naps. So drink like a cup of coffee. Fall asleep, take a little nap. It is some of the best sleep you will ever get. I promise. I mean, there's there's benefits to caffeine. It just hits everyone differently. It's everyone is different about, you know, products, substances, and stuff. You know, it's like, again, like with me, you know, I'll be up, so I can't uh, have any time in the evenings. And it also just like how well you know your body and like what it likes and what it doesn't right, like. Right, I think I'm very things, you know? trying to be very in tune with myself, like listening to your body. If you eat after you eat something, how do you feel the next day? How did what kind of thoughts did you have? Like you can really dive into shit, you know. And it's like that's when I really get it, you know, like weirded out into what you put in your body because again, you can it's 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 who you are, you know. Exactly. Speaking of let's dive in, let's dive into some of the reasons why you went vegan and, and then we can talk about some more of why other people have gone vegan. But I want to hear your uh, thoughts Just on all the did. above as far as for your own health, for the, for the environment and for the animals. Like those are like the three main ones. It's, it all makes sense to me. The health part, I was already, I was a vegetarian probably for like almost a year before that, before going vegan for a little bit. And like I said, I haven't ate fast food in like seven years, six, seven years now, just because, again, I listen to the way I feel about my body. It's like it doesn't feel good to eat a burger from McDonald's or something the next day or just being an athlete, man. You don't perform well. It's like I'm very competitive, I'm very, very competitive. Like if you see me in paintball, it's a totally different person. But it's like you, you – uh, <laughs> 
the the variable you i want to win you know what i mean to win you want to be the very best you want to perform the best and it's like to, to you have control over some variables you know you have control over what you put in your body and it's like you just want to eat good to perform good you know what i mean you want to take you want to you want to drink a lot of water that's why you see me in my big ass water jug every single day because i'm adamant about performing well on the paintball field and i do like my teammates like i didn't play for a while for like a couple of months i didn't play a tournament and I had a tournament like we may have to do a whole new podcast on paintball because that's dude I could go into it. It's, <laughs> I'm obsessed. Uh, we're gonna have to. Me and Lou are gonna have to get on here for a a paintball podcast. But anyways, it's you just want to perform well, you know. I want to. <clears throat> my teammates expect a lot out of you, especially if you're more of a leader, and the the you know the better not better play. I don't want to say better player, but you know you perform well. They rely on you. They depend on you. You know, it's like so that. Again, I'm not going to come the next day hungover or eating like shit. You know, it's just taking care of yourself, going back to it, you know. So health is a huge one. I do I do remember I told you one joke while we were at work this last uh, spring. And it, it was some meme I saw. And it's like everybody who doesn't, who isn't a vegan or like a vegetarian can go home and like, eat whatever they want, nachos, or like a beef burrito or whatever, and then it's like vegans going home after getting drunk, and it's like, yeah. I'm gonna eat broccoli or carrots. I just thought it was oh, yeah, so it was, funny. It was I wanted funny. To like, again, like, I love all the jokes. Like, I like it, because I'm gonna give shit right back to you, and it, it's it's funny, and I'll never take nothing to personal, like, oh, you talked about my diet, my feelings, you know, not like that at all. But yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go ahead and get in some real hard facts here. And we're going to look at some numbers real quick. So it says vegan diet produces 53% fewer greenhouse gas emissions than the same calorie intake on a meat-based diet. Wait. That that sounds like quite a bit. Less. Yeah, less. So it's about 53% yeah, it's, less. Exactly. A big less part of it. Planet, oh, go ahead. So it's like uh, A big part of it. You'd be surprised. It's, it's cow farts. It's methane. Cow farts produce methane. And it goes into this sort of big CO2 pollutant, I think. Again, I'm not good at chemistry. I don't know any of it, but I just know that it's not good. And a lot <laughs> of it is contributed from cow farts because there have so many cows because we have to eat them. And we have to have so much land for these cows to eat, even though we would have way more land for us to make fruits and veggies to live off of than those feeding those. And then the land that you need for all the grains to feed the animals it's just ridiculous. It's very, it's very contradicts itself when you look into it and you realize, like, it's yeah, bad for the environment because we produce a lot of cows, or we we make a lot of cows. Well, well we, we do. We, we breed them for that purpose for to eat them. <laughs> you know, it's like exactly, exactly. And if either, you're looking, either from milk or oh, it's for crazy. Meat. I can go all into. So this. I, I, Imagine the cow. Imagine the cow. The cow had a family. The cow had a, a, a baby. The cow gets, you know, the dairy cows get. Hey, you don't. You don't need to talk to me about this, man. I came from a dairy farm life when I was in high school. But school. that's not as bad, though. Like having your own so farm. I'm, I'm all about that. More, if you are gonna do that shit, you know, it's better than putting in a huge farm with thousands of cows and they have, you know, half an inch of space, and they're literally just connected to a machine. And get ripped milk from them all day, and as soon as they can't produce milk, they get killed. Like no, like you kind of more of like a old exactly. school way as far as farmers. Yeah. yeah. 
And I don't know if you've seen this, but I saw this and I sent this article to Anthony about it because you were bringing up cow farts. I think it's cows and goats are now being taxed in New Zealand for farts because they're producing so much and it's affecting the greenhouse. Yeah, I mean, it sounds funny, but it's true. Like, it really is affecting shit. And it's it's gonna do that. Like, if we are altering the way the environment, the way the whole structure of ecosystems are supposed to be, like we're you know, it's not the way it's supposed to be. We're not supposed to genetically modify animals and breed them to this extent for our own pleasure because we like to eat them. Like, it's not the way it's supposed to be. So, of course, it's not going to have good effects on the earth, you know? And you were talking earlier about how how we have to have so much land to raise cattle and we could use, like, so much little. So I'm going to give you a hard fact right here. So animal protein takes six to 17 times more land than the same amount that we could use for soybean protein. And this is just a certain... This is just an example. Soybean. I mean, there's there's other proteins out there and other things out there to get, you know, for the vegan life and just vegetarian as well. But, like, fruits and veggies, they take a lot less space than, like, if you're raising animals in order for milk, for cheese, for yogurt, ice yes, cream, it's, it's butter. And a lot eggs, of times, you know, just like um, all these things. It's, it's literally you just have a middleman. That's all it is. Like, you can literally grow herbs vegetables fruits for yourself to live off of but instead you decide to raise another living thing and then to eat it whereas like you didn't have to do that you could have cut out that middleman that's the way i look at it like a middleman you know it's like go straight to the supplier get your nutrients from the earth itself instead of having to kill something to get it you know what i mean exactly exactly I was on a, uh, like a spring break trip, and there was like a guy who just recently went vegan, and um, he, he, he did so because of a documentary that um, that kind of just showed how animals were being like you know bred and treated, and um, you know it's like quite. It's not contrast to like how we probably thought growing up, oh, all the animals are on a happy farm and this, that, and the other, and you know, of course they'll have to go. But however, the documentary showed us like all these like the fish and the chicks, like they're all in like this compact little thing or whatever quarter or whatever, and it's like they don't. Oh, it's it's miserable. It's miserable. They have. They're just. It's like, like, no, it's awful, and it's like, I'm all for those documentaries, I'm so glad they're out there, I'm glad that, you know, it does reach people, some people can, that's what it takes for someone to convert, you know, because they see what has to happen for you to get the food on your plate, and it's like, if that would, if that was more common, then, then yeah, I think it would be more, it's not, it's definitely a hidden thing, the media industry, it's like, it's like, it's a, it's not a thing to be proud of at all. It's it's awful that people do it, and uh, yeah, that is a big wake up call that people have to watch a documentary. As I said, I'm glad for them. I'm glad for those documentaries out there, and providing the information to show you, you know, that's what that's what needs to happen for them. It opens up eyes, man. Again, I can't watch them at all. I, I'm too sensitive to animals. Like people is a different story, but animals are just so you know so innocent. Yeah, yeah. They don't have a choice. I, I, 
yeah. You know, I feel like this whole conversation is like very timely for me because yeah, right. Right, switch up how you eat. Since you were talking about like documentaries, them kind of being like an expose on like the meat industry. When I was in high school, I read a book, and it's called The Jungle by Upton Sinclair, and it kind of did something similar. And it's it exposed how immigrants were, you know, enticed to come over here and work, but also it was showing the food industry and especially the meat packing industry, just like how little laws and regulations there were, especially for like the FDA and things like that. Like they let so many things pass, and this is for meat, you know. And I'm sure, it, like, it might have got better now, but there's still a lot of stuff going on there. And it's a good book, so I recommend y'all guys go read it. But, yeah, I think it's really crazy how animals are treated, especially coming from my background of being working on a farm and seeing how they're being treated. You know, it's not always the best. And I'm not saying that the dairy farm that I grew up on and worked on is the best. But, you know, it did have a lot of positive and, like, the animals weren't crowded together and just, like, they shared a space and they lived right there. They ate right there. They pooped right there. And that was it. And that was, like, their life. They were given a little bit of freedom to go roam and stuff. And I know some other places don't do that. They're all cramped and, you know, they're not well fed and they're not taken care of. So I think it's right. important it's like, to think it's about just those sustainable, well, you, know? you know, having your own farm. It's exploiting animals whenever you're doing the factory farming raising them for the purpose of like you're not even giving them a life like at least you've given your cows a life you know a personality maybe a name right or something but these these cows don't have no name yeah, or nothing yeah, even though it's the same thing as your dog or something or your cat it's, it's the same thing you can't tell me the difference between a cat and a cow i mean obviously i'm talking about like it's like conscious being and stuff you know it's like they're both there they both I'm guessing you're not referring to the song by Doja Cat, you know, <laughs> bitch on my cow, yeah. not a cat. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, it, it gets nuts, you know, how we treat animals. I really can't, again, I don't like to even think about it. I've just totally blocked myself out of it because of, I hate it, you know. Yeah, it's just a terrible how these animals are treated in order to, just for us to eat them. So it's like, there's no, no there's no positive side to it like there's no highlight to their life them being born they're kind of just like born into a terrible world where they're just raised to be you know slaughtered essentially even if their primary purpose is to provide us with milk and like dairy products there's going to become one day where they're not going to be able to do that and when that happens we no longer fight use for them so then we're just going to be like oh you can't provide us with milk, so then we're just going to use you for meat, you know? And you were going to use your hide for leather, you know? And that's just like, we're just, we're just taking advantage of animals, and we're not giving anything back to them, you know? And I really think that needs to change, because animals have lives, and they have feelings, and, like, they're conscious things as well. So we need to take them into account, you know? And I'm not just right. saying cows, but, like, animals in general. Exactly. And so we should have better, should care, have more care into how we treat them and how we, you know, I guess how to go about our practices, you know. I do have a question for you, Nick, though, because I've seen this when I was doing some research on veganism. So it, it it's a lifestyle and it's a movement, but it's against the exploitation of animals in all aspects. So this means no visiting zoos or aquarium. 
but you would go and visit like animal sanctuaries and places that you can help. Do you do that? Do you avoid zoos and aquariums and like circuses where they explicitly take advantage yeah, it's of like, these animals? Um, whenever you start changing these habits, these, you know, the stuff in your life, when you start changing the way you eat and all that, you start realizing it'd be other stuff. Like, again, like I wasn't always as like sensitive to animals and stuff. But yeah, like now that I've am vegan and realize like damn these animals aren't happy like we think that they're happy and they have a nice home but like you look at them in the fucking cage it's like us in prison going and get looked at and get paid for that you know what i mean if you're in prison and no it's definitely not i don't i can't say i avoid them though because you know i have a a wife and so, like i still live in this society you know i can't totally block myself out of society uh and just be like, no, I don't want to be no part of that. Like, if my my wife wants to go to the zoo with her nephew or something, you know, the kid still sees the good in it. You know what I mean? Like, the kid still sees it's a good thing for the kids to you know associate with animals and stuff like that. But no, I do not agree, and I do not uh, think it's okay to have zoos and stuff. Or, but even if we did, you know, treat it be- treat them better, obviously, because I mean, it is good to interact with animals. You know, we live in such a suburban city life you know we don't have no association with nature and 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 other animals you know so it is good that you know we're at least getting knowledge and interacting with them but again i don't think yeah it's not okay to exploit them and use them for entertainment purposes like you wouldn't like it if Mm -hmm. it's a golden rule do unto others what you want how you would want you know what i mean it's like would you want to sit in the fucking not have a choice is the thing and if it goes back to just because we're are more conscious than animals <clears throat> so we have superiority over them so we choose to enslave them we choose to eat them for the whole reason because we have more conscious than they do you know it's like i'm just a big person of karma you know i feel like or maybe you know what happens in the afterlife how you treat animals you know what if you end up becoming a fucking cow in your afterlife in your next life like that would fucking suck you're literally stuck to a machine and getting your milk sucked out of you and then you die like i'm very uh <laughs> empathetic i think like putting yourself in someone else's shoes even if it's an animal like most people can't comprehend that grass i can't grasp that and i'm just like i wouldn't yeah, yeah. yeah exactly you can't like, grasp that i wouldn't but want I, that place uh... you know what i mean yeah definitely yeah, totally so, as we're wrapping up, what is what is something that you want to tell our audience and just, like, put out there? Because I know Anthony and I are both, we really want to go vegan now, and especially after looking up all the stuff for it, and just, like, thinking about it, you know? Having our own conscience and just, like, wanting to make the world a better place and do our part. And I think this is definitely a good way to do that. But what's something you want to tell our audience? Kind of, like, what is your Again, I'm kind of always, like, the word vegan. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying go out there and go vegan, go find vegan, vegan, vegan. Like, cause it turns into, it does turn to like a fad into like some fucking bullshit trend. Like instead be more conscious about the decisions you make in your life. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to eat something, think about what it does to you and what it does to the environment, what it does to your body or like the animal or just, just be a good person, you know, be a good fucking human being. Like that takes no effort. Yeah. I mean, it takes effort. It takes effort, but it takes no skill. You know what I mean? To like care about yourself, care about others and do any do shit like that. You know, it's a law of attraction, you know, it just starts attracting better stuff in your life and all around your life becomes better when you start being conscious about what you're doing in life instead of just being a robot, you know, and just like 
I would say go for it. Do the jump, yeah. you know, yeah. make the leap. And it's like the first thing is action. Like it's like people, me, you know, I can be a procrastinator where like you think about something, you're like, oh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. And you never even end up doing it. You know, it's like consistency is a huge part of it. You know, it's not like it's a lifestyle. It's not like a, uh, you got to change your habits, your daily decisions. You know, you got to. And then when you start doing that one day yeah. at a time and then, you know, shit, the next thing you know, it's two years later, you're vegan, you know, and it's like being a vegan, like I said, open up a lot of other doors as far as the way I think about stuff and interacting with others and everything. I can still be a dick to people, but. So do- <laughs> Right, try to be. Be a good person for the most part. Exactly, like just yourself, your like just a circle planet, around you. Know? Not even like if you don't even want to look at it yeah. as the big picture of the planet, just your own circle. You know, like my daughter. Like now that I'm aware of what's good and what's not good for you, why would you continue to feed your kid with shitty foods that is known to cause cancer and make people obese and diabetic and need insulin? Like, that just sounds fucking stupid. But yet you say you love your kid. Like kind of contradicts itself. Like you can't know of something. Like, once you're awoken, like, you can't really go back to sleep. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's hard to, uh... <clears throat> and again, like, I don't know why I was made this way. Like, I was just, I started thinking like this, and so now I'm going to run with it, you know? It's not a, it's a belief that I have, you know? Exactly. You were made this way, Nick, so you could come on the yes, High AM then... podcast and tell the whole audience, tell the world about veganism. Screw the word vegan. About being a plant lover, man. Being an animal exactly. lover. Being a good person. That's what That's I'm going to call it. You know, you're a plant lover. In, in our little small group of friends that we have, we call it, what is it? The oh, circus? the carnival? Is that what you called the it? The carousel, what is it called? Yeah, the carnival. And the carnival. He's called <laughs> Plant Poppy, man. There's exactly. nothing to be ashamed of. Join I thought the you were plant meant poppy to movement, put, uh, you know what I'm saying? Carnivore. I plant thought, Poppy I thought for it, president. You meant to write. I was wondering what carnival meant. <laughs> no. Hmm. Yeah, go, oh, yeah. go Let's support get some the plant t-shirts out there. Movement, and you know what I'm saying? Spread the spread the love like hippies. <laughs> hey, we might have to have yes. we might do that. Start putting that set up our own exactly. shop. Exactly, plant poppy shirt <clears throat> as one of them. You know, and just have all the proceeds go to you know, helping support the planet. Go to animal sanctuary. Yeah, like things start, like that. Like that's what you can. can about, you know? That's what you have but, control of. Like, yeah, you can't change the world. You can't stop all the factory farming yourself. But like, hey, you're making your effort and. Contributing to an animal sanctuary, yeah, that's your part. You're gonna go to sleep good at night because knowing you're a good person, you did the right thing, and it feels good with you. It resonates with you. You know, that's just the shit that we're supposed to do in life. You know, exactly. So just go do your research and see how you can help better the world and better yourself. And it doesn't have to be like the big world as a big picture, like Nick was saying. But you can see how you like your own life. And just like maybe like the small group of people around you, bigger group, just kind of depends on what you're looking for and who you are, you know. But go do your research. Go see what is good for you and what you can do, you know, to help the world, whether that's adopting a rescue animal or if that's going and that's going and planting a million trees. Go do some Mr. Beast type stuff, you know, or something simpler like just going vegan, just eating less meat. Just wake the fuck up. Just be aware, you know. <laughs> but I, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Nick, do you want to tell them anything else before we yeah, there we decide go. to wrap plant up plant poppy movement? movement? <clears throat> no, like I said, just be yourself, man. That's the biggest thing, you know. Is 
be yourself, listen to yourself. You know, that's when you become a person, your own individual. You know, it's whenever you start listening to your gut instinct, you know, what feels right with you. You know, it's just one love. Nice <laughs> words. There we go. There we go. Well, thank you so much, Nick, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for, for having me. We're going to have to do a uh, paintball podcast next with Lou. We're going to have to get on here. <clears throat> definitely, definitely. We'll have, we'll have you back on the podcast. You've been a very great guest, and I hope that our listeners will take something away from this. And that hopefully whoever wins the giveaway will exactly. use hopefully that $50 we'll, uh, for a vegan restaurant, eyes. you know? <laughs> but it may... hopefully it, it opens somebody's eyes and it helped them realize and kind of just like made them think, you yeah. know, even if it's just that little bit. Exactly. Make, make conscious decisions yeah. <laughs> when you go to the grocery store. And never go to the grocery store yeah, that is, uh, hungry. Definitely don't do that. Nope. So, you know, just love yourself, love the planet, love the people around you, love animals. So you get it. You get it's it. Big thing, you know, love. I'm hopping on this movement, man. It's the plant poppy movement for me, you know. Whenever it, it takes your life, me. You just got to go yours. play paintball with me, and then that will really change your life for the better, too, I promise. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Anyway, that's been Matthew with Hot AM today. And Anthony. And our special guest, Plant Poppy. And this has been Rise of Vegans. Thank you guys so much. And we will get to see y'all see you guys. another time. Bye. All righty. <laughs>